0: Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I had rather you praise the Lord than vent on me later. And I had rather praise the Lord than vent on somebody later. Mm. Let me get the gratitude out. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you don't get to boast out, the devil will take it later.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, let's go somewhere. I am going to make a statement that at first, I am going to make a statement But at first your religion is going to reject the statement. So I'm telling you before it happens. And that statement is this. The statement is That the devil never really bothered Jesus that much The devil never really bothered Jesus that much That is in actuality First thing is, the Lord didn't let the devil bother him. And the second thing is, the devil didn't seek to bother him. Now, at first we would say, that's not true. So we know about the temptations in the desert after Jesus had been fasting. But that temptation only came at the end of the fast, and it was momentarily, and it said he left for a more opportune time. And the next time that we hear about the devil, well, with the exception of when Jesus called Peter the devil and said, get thee behind me, the next aspect of the devil is, of course, when he's crucified. But mind you, it was not really the devil that manifests typically in the world that was behind Jesus' crucifixion. It was the fallen. It was the Israelites. It was his own people. And as far as the world was in consideration, as, as far as the world, Pilate himself said they're just jealous of him and that is in the bible now search all you want that's true that's it Jesus was never bothered by the devil now there's an the exception of a few demons, but when they'd see Jesus, they say, well, you know, yes. Yeah. So basically, they wanted nothing to do with him. But the reason, the reason that Jesus was never bothered by the devil that much is not because of his strength. So he was tempted in the gar- in the wilderness, in the desert. After he was fasting, he was tempted, and at his crucifixion. Yeah, but that was his own people coming after him. So we think to agree with that statement that Jesus wasn't bothered by the devil. We think that it's because he was so strong and the devil stayed away from him. But that is not really the case. Jesus was not bothered by the devil for a very good reason. And it's not the reason that you think. But first, if Jesus wasn't bothered by the devil so much, why should the church be bothered by the devil so much? And why should we as Christians be bothered by the devil so much? Uh But we are preoccupied being bothered. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Jesus and the disciples, they went around casting out devils. They wasn't bothered by them. And, and there's no account that all of them run to the master and, and they come back after him. It's like they just, the devil was not bothered by Jesus. I could even say that, that the devil felt no threat by Satan. I mean, he felt no threat by Jesus. He was not bothered by it. Read the Bible. Hmm? And even though Jesus and his disciples was casting out these devils, they still don't seem to be bothered by him. When they come in contact, they know who he was. But what we think is because he's walking in so much power, but that's not the case. There's a reason. In fact, if Jesus had so much power, they should have saw him come in and run. So why is it that the church is so preoccupied, being bothered with the devil... And how is it that Christians are so preoccupied, being bothered by Satan? Why is it we're praying so much against Satan and our whole focus is on that? And as Christians, why are we being so tempted by the devil when that was not the case of Christ? And if he is our master, should we not be similar? So what is the secret to not being bothered by the devil? For the most part, Satan didn't recognize Jesus. Satan in the world didn't recognize Jesus. Pilate, being in that place of authority, Herod been in that place of authority, they was not threatened by Jesus. The only time Herod was threatened when they said that there was gonna be a baby born that's gonna be king, he was threatened by that. But the world wasn't even threatened by Jesus. The world wasn't trying to arrest Jesus. The only people that would want to arrest Jesus was his own people. Because as Pilate said, they're jealous. And we know also that they even spoke in Scripture. That this man is going to take our position. So there's the only one really bothered. I mean, that's an aspect of Satan. More the Antichrist. But Christ was not bothered by the devil. The devil didn't seem to be threatened by Jesus, as we would like to think. In the church, we think there's this great big battle going on between us and the devil. But you did not see that with Christ. I mean, they would pray. And the only threat that really seemed to come was on the night that he was betrayed and he was just praying for the strength to to do God's will. But even that night was about his own people coming after him. (laughs) So why are we so bothered by Satan? Why are we so bothered mentally by Satan? And why are we so bothered physically by Satan? Why is the devil troubling you so much? Are you provoking him? (laughs) That you begin to be persecuted. Now, I know there's some diehard Christians that ain't going to like this message, you know, because you spent a lifetime protecting your righteousness and saying, Oh, the devil, he's after me. Every turn, he's after me. But if you had humility, check this out. The, the Jews said to Pilate, he claims he's a king. So Pilate is supposed to be threatened by this. Are you a king? But Pilate didn't see no king. Unlike all the other revolts at that time, you know. He claims to be a king. All right, so why wouldn't Pilate come after him? Oh! Are you a king? Pilate did finally write king of the Jews, but he didn't feel threatened himself. He couldn't find no reason. I mean, if Jesus had been there, I mean, Jesus didn't speak to him much, but if he was sitting there full of himself, then Pilate would have felt threatened and killed him one time. By the way, another word for innocent means I don't feel threatened by you. You're innocent of trying to be king. You're innocent. Now, I know some diehard Christians, you know, they're going to like this message because you got to hear all at once. You thought you had a right-hand seat with Christ because you get persecuted so much. So you've been priding yourself on being like Job and been going through so much. Right, right, right. And if you go back and check Job, it was his pride yes. that sent him through all that ordeal. Yes. But as a die-hard Christian, you're you thinking you're close to Jesus because you're getting persecuted so much. But the truth is, you may be sitting next to the devil aggravating him. <laughs> <laughs> now... I'm not saying, you know, Christ had a time or two there where he was troubled by the devil. I'm not saying there's not a few times in our life when we will face that. But the majority, majority, majority of the time, Satan can't see humility because he's not threatened by humility. You're no competition for him. It's only when we begin to show out. It's only when the church begins to show out that it gets persecuted. It's only when we as Christians begin to show out in the workplace and show out in the marketplace that we begin to be persecuted. It's not when we testify about Jesus. It's not, it's not when we're healing the sick. It's when we show out about it. so when we look at our lives and we think, man, the devil's after me, the devil's after me, he must be after me because I'm a, I'm a good Christian, you might need to rethink your theology a bit. Go and read the Bible. How often was Jesus bothered by the devil? Very few times. Because when you walk in that humility, you're under the radar of Satan. Huh? It's like a sumo wrestler seeing Roger. Everybody know what a sumo wrestler is, you know? and they see Roger. They're not going to feel threatened. No. Now, he may have some kung fu, I don't know if he does or not, but they're not going to feel threatened by him. Because they're so big. And if Jesus wasn't bothered so much by the devil. It's like, it's like Christ went around destroying the work of the, of the devil, but the devil didn't even acknowledge him. It's just like, uh, what is it? Collateral damage. It's like, okay, so he healed a blind man. There ain't no big deal. Okay, so he healed them. Okay, so there's a multitude that come to him to listen to him speak about the Beatitudes. Beatitudes, oh, they're just poor people. What if all your trouble is coming from all your strength? (laughs)
2: Listen,
0: I I know this is new to your brain this morning. (laughs) You read the word for yourself. When was he so bothered by the devil? I mean, here he is—he—he's—he's he's casting devils out, you know. A legion went into the pigs, but it's still like Satan ain't troubled by it. They're not ganging up on him. The whole crucifixion was his own people. They was jealous. They was jealous because. People was kind of being drawn to him. But mind you, yes, Jesus would have his disciples, but Jesus didn't have no multitudes following him. He didn't have no mega church. He had a few disciples, and a lot of times he sent them off by themselves. He basically ministered in small numbers. Only a few times we realized that four or 5,000 people would get together or something like that with children. But he wouldn't let that happen for very long. A lot of times when there was crowds around, he would minister and then he'd leave. Now, I'm not saying that we could not have a large church, but it's our attitude. But let's look at our life personally, because what is it? What is it that we do? You know, we we have these feel-good moments in Christianity when we feel strong. Now, notice the scripture says so. If you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. So, what happens before the fall? Strength feeling strong. Feeling like, yes, everything's going my way. Yes, I'm going to make it. Do you know strength is a delusion? Being strong is a lie. Those times when you feel confident, those times when you feel like, yes, life is going my way. Remember the man with all the crops that come in, the great harvest, he was going to tear down his barns and build bigger barns emphasis on barns with a S on it he's going to tear down his barns build bigger barns and Jesus says you don't even realize tonight your life's going to be taken strength is a delusion the thing that you chase after many times the thing you come to church for I come to church so I can be strong in the Lord so I can battle the devil (laughs) That's what we seek. We don't seek to be closer to Jesus. We seek to be independent of Jesus. We seek strength. But the Word says when you're feeling that strength. In fact, a lot of times I I believe that when you're feeling strong and you're feeling good about your Christianity and you're feeling good about your relationship with God you, you feel good about your prophecies coming to fast, when you feel good about all these things, I believe that's the place where you fell out of the airplane. The fall is just when you hit the ground. Jesus warned the church in the book of Revelations, look at the height from which you have fallen. Be careful and Repent. So there was still a chance look from the heights which you have fallen so there's still a chance before you hit the ground you could repent because he threatened to take away their lampstand. He threatened to take away their church. But he says "Be repent so they have not yet hit, hit the ground even though you're falling. You've fallen away. But how have you fallen away? Because you feel strong. And how many of us as Christians are on this binge? We're broken. We come to church, we feel strong. Huh? I forget the guy who used to who sung the song, you know, We Fall Down, We Get Up. Oh, we love that song. We fall down, we get up. We fall down, we get up. We fall down, we get up. Huh? And we love a good movie when somebody gets knocked down and they get back up. And they get knocked down again and they get back up. When are you going to stay down? Don't you understand? If you stay down, you won't get knocked down again. strong as the Lion of Judah." See, we, we we manipulate and we deceive ourselves into this ignorance in our brains. We rise up, but we're not supposed to. We're supposed to stay humble. That, that strength, that strongness is a delusion. Not only is it a delusion, The Lord said to Paul, when you are weak, I am strong. So if we reverse that, when you are strong, then I am weak in your life. But we're under this delusion that we're supposed to feel this strength We're under this delusion. We're supposed to feel like I can just walk in devil's faint. That's what we strive for. But we don't realize people in the world are striving to be strong. And we as Christians coming in thinking that we're humble, but we're striving to be strong. And that's why we're so beaten up by Satan. Satan. That's why we're so troubled by the world. That's why you got so many problems in your life. Because when you get strong, you shouldn't get strong. How can you feel strong if somebody helped you up? How can you feel strong if someone helped you get on your feet? This is not an invitation, but if you're broke, and I hope you get up financially. (laughs) (laughs) Only a few caught that. (laughs) But if you're broke, and I hope you get up financially, and then you acting like you strong. And you're doing it right in front of me. What kind of disrespect is that? And that's what comes before the fall. You act like you weren't crying last night. You act like you didn't feel like suicide yesterday. You act like you didn't want to die. You act like you didn't want to live but now you're the reason of life? <laughs> no wonder the devil wants to beat you up all the time. You know why are you getting beaten up, beaten up so much? Very simple, very simple explanation. Who in here? Very seldom. The honest time, honest exception, if you're a friend with that person, you think is going to benefit you. But very seldom do you like to see people be successful when they're full of themselves. And that's the fight of the world. Only a few people can stand that strength and they don't stay there long before they're taken down. Nobody likes it. The whole world. The devil within us. As Soon as we see somebody stand up and think they're better than us, we all attack them. Yes. So true. Hmm? Yes. That is so true. And just because, well, let me say not just because, but here you are. You claiming to be close to God. You claiming to be more close. To God than everybody else uh, nah. The reason you The reason you bother so much by the devil Is not because of righteousness You're provoking him You're aggravating him The word says humble yourself And he will lift you up But when he lifts you up Remember He lifts you up. So how can you boast? But we all desire that strength. Huh? We all. We either want the prophetic strengths. We want the ability. We want the anointing. We want that strength to just lay hands on anybody. We don't want God to have his way. We want to show. Huh? Lord, I want to show off for you. But the Lord said, I don't want to show off. (laughs) Jesus' family said, listen, anybody wants to be a public figure, you need to go to Jerusalem. He says, it's not my time. Jesus avoided the spotlight. He avoided the radar. He avoided those places where he could stand up and look big. But we have not learned that. The strange thing as Christians, we are striving to be strong. That's what we're aiming for. We have fallen in our life and so we're aiming to get up and stand firm and be strong. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking to be humble. We're not looking for humility. Huh? We're looking to have our nice car and our nice house and, and just drive to church and just, you know, get out and everybody see my glow. Huh? Think about it. That's what you're aiming for. That's when you can say, I'm close to God now. I'm close to God. You're close to God when you feel like God. reality the closest to God you'll ever be is in that broken place and you trust in with all your heart but here's the thing you don't have to remain in that in that in that sorrow place but to be broken you know another word for being broken
2: Humble. Humble.
0: being close to God but some of us don't like that taste We like the feel-good. We like the strength. We don't like that place. It's not like you don't know that place. You've been humbled. You cried out to God in that place. You cried out for Him to to, um, come to your rescue, and He did. But you didn't stay in the humble place. In fact, we don't even know as Christians to stay in the humble place. We like the gloating place. We strive for that. I fall down, I get up. We fall down, get get up. We fall down and we get up. now if 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 we sing that in humility in that we fell and Christ helped us up, but why are we falling so much? And we spend our whole Christian life falling and getting up. <clears throat> falling and getting up. But why is the devil bothering you so much? Paul says, To keep me from being conceited, they were sent to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan. Now, the Lord did not say that he sent the messenger of Satan or the thorn in the flesh. The Lord simply said, when Paul was praying for the thorn to be removed, which probably wasn't a physical element, because in the Old Testament, it talked about individuals just aggravating you and that type of thing, being a thorn in the flesh. The Lord simply said, when you're weak, I am strong. But Paul came to this revelation. He says, to keep me from being conceited, what is conceited? Right. To keep me from feeling strong and powerful, they would sent me a thorn in the flesh. A messenger
2: of Satan.
0: A messenger in the Bible is usually somebody that is sent. There's messengers sent to the seven churches. So it wasn't a physical ailment that was in his flesh. seki. Hmm. Hmm. Why are we having so much trouble in our home? Why are we having so much trouble in our business? And this is not to make you feel bad, this is just to correct your theology. And it's almost like in the church, it's almost like we're trying to encourage people be strong in the Lord, be like a lion. Hmm? Let's take on the world. Let's walk in the airport and slay the pilot. I don't want the pilot slate while we're flying. So I'm not where the Lord's chariots are. I'm a man of peace. But we gotta change our theology. Be honest. Isn't that what you're striving for in God? To feel strong? But to feel strong, isn't that not needing God? Oh, you could correct it and say, well, I feel strong in the Lord. Hmm? You feel like the Lord none released you. You're so good, he says, oh, you don't need me no more. Mm-hmm. Hmm? And is it possible that the church is confused between showing off and testifying? The church wants to show off, it does not want to witness. It wants to show off. It could be similar to the unlearned mind. But there's a big difference between showing off the power of God and just witnessing about the goodness of God and the healing of the Lord. Oh, no. When Jesus healed somebody, he says, Don't tell nobody. On Facebook, on YouTube, you got it everywhere. Yeah. To bear witness of this, you know, a few years ago we started putting the services on Facebook and on YouTube. Yes? And you can ask any of the leaders, I was hesitant about doing it. What was my reason? I don't need. No extra persecution. Hmm? Because that's what happens. But if the Lord releases it, that's fine. That's fine. And I, I thank the Lord. I thank Him so much for that wisdom. When we went to Africa and Lesotho, which is in the middle of South Africa... Myself, Josanne, and Vicki, when we went there a few years ago, they was trying our best. They was trying to do everything because they knew the king of Lesotho. They was trying to get me a meeting with the king of Lesotho. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm praying, Lord. I've read the Bible. I know what happens when John has a meeting with the king And Lord, if this ain't your will, I don't want to see the king. Amen. Not that king. Amen. And there was people that was around us that was close to the king. There was a lady there that did uh, had some church services. I mean, her and the queen was evidently real close, close friends. But, but the meeting never happened. But see, that's what we would strive for and that's what we would pray for and that's what we would want. Those days may come, but not before their time. Yes? Because when Jesus met the king, Herod and, and Pilate, next thing you know, he in trouble. But see, that's what we strive for. I don't know how many pastors I've ministered to over the years. No matter what country we're in. They say, Prophet, I have a word for the prime minister. I want to say, you better keep that word yourself. (laughs) But they don't want to hear that, you know. I have a word for the prime minister. I mean you're two days old and you got a word for the Prime Minister. I'm not saying it don't happen. Hmm? But see the church don't want to hear that. The church don't want to hear. Stay under Satan's radar. They don't want to hear. Be humble. And we'll overcome. I've always said I don't want the devil to know I'm alive until I'm dead. Hmm? Let me do my work without him even knowing I'm here. But when half his men don't show up and the is none pick me up then let him find out. Because we're no different than the world when we want to be strong. And that's why the world's fighting so much. Huh? That's why the world is fighting so much. You you put a devil stand right across the road, there gonna be twelve other ones joined. In competition? Yes. Satan can't see humility. He's not threatened by it. Out of all the houses and all the wicked people on your street, why does the devil stop at your house? You think he would stop with his, stop visit his family? Why is he stopping at your house? Now this may not feel good if you're going through some kind of persecution this morning because it almost sounds like if you was humble this wouldn't have happened. But maybe, maybe there's some truth to it, but I'd much rather speak truth to you and that do you realize maybe if I just stay humble I won't have so much problems. Huh? Or maybe you're having a lot of problems at work. Nobody likes you at work. <laughs> There's only only one reason. And it's not because you're a Christian. There's only one reason why nobody likes you at work. Hmm? I find the world don't have much of a problem with Christians as long as you're a humble one. As long as you're a humble one, they say, you know, the, the, when, when their buddies ain't around, they say, pray for me. Everybody at work don't like you Because they know I'm a praying woman No, you are a bulldog with a cross around your neck And you're stirring up Granted, I'll go along with you If you're the only Christian at the workplace I'll go along with you, there's a bunch of devils there, but how, why is it they recognize you? I'm speaking some truth. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. I'm not saying God is doing it to us. I'm not saying the Lord is doing this to humble us. You know, life has a way of humbling you all by itself. And, and I've already explained it because basically What it is, is nobody likes to see nobody rise up. Jesus says your enemies will be your own household. What do you mean by that? Because he knows you're going to come out as a strong Christian when you believe. And all the heathens in your family, they're not going to like you acting like you or somebody. So they're going to attack you. 99% 99% of all our attacks and persecution is not because, we're yes, because we are humble. We we oh. and, and we think, we, we stand outside the courthouse, we stand outside the parliament, we stand outside the, the government office, and we say, I'm, I'm mighty. Hmm? I have the anointing I have the favor of the Lord you walk in and the security guard won't even let you in you find no favor you know why Jesus find favor with man and with God huh? now we don't know this for sure but we could reason that is so when Jesus was 12 years old at the temple, he, he was talking about the Father and he was talking about him accurately and all the Pharisees was impressed, you know. That's when he was small, you know. Then uh, it says he went home and he grew in favor with man and with God. We are called to grow in favor with man. Uh, Because the devil can't see humility. They don't see you as a threat. They will show you favor because they think, nah, I just... So they feel good that they're doing something for you because in your humility, you don't look like nobody big or important, so let me just do some charity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Sometimes that devil will <laughs> empty out his pocket. Because he thinks he's bigger than you. But what do we want? We want everybody to know that we're Christian. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Show me a favor, I'm a child of God. <laughs> now, there's people in the world that will actually say, do you know who I am? But there's Christians that say that too. Some of us are not as bold enough to say it outwardly, but we, but we try to pump ourselves up.
2: Uh, no.
0: That comes before the fall. In case you don't know what a fall is, that's a disappointment. That's the place where you feel ashamed. That's the place when you lose your business. That's the place where nothing works out. That's the place where you lose your marriage. That's the place when everything gets chaotic. What happened before that? What happened before divorce court? What happened before uh, they seized your, your, your assets? What happened before? Well, according to this scripture, you thought you were strong. Now, mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you. Let's make sure we hear something. Although pride is a sin all by itself, but let's make sure we're hearing something. Be careful. Right? Now, if you if you read further down there, you realize that, you know, sometimes when you're thinking you're strong, you overreact anyway. Sometimes... Sometimes the things that you go through are just common demand. That's what the next scripture says. And but because you were so strong, you overreact to something that was kind of small, and something that might even turn out to be in your favor if you were more humble to receive it. But that's that's the next verse. But but look at this thing. Be careful. So if you think you're standing firm, be careful. Uh, now, standing firm. Pride, that is a sin, but it's not so much this. What we think, theologically what we would think right now, is that when I get pride, then God cuts me down. And he, the word does say he will exhaust. Uh, yeah. But that simply means he allows. He allows. The humble will be exalted. Exalted. And the exalted shall be what? humbled. Humbled. But that doesn't mean that he did it with his own hand. That just means he allows it. What we don't realize is, is when we're feeling good, when we're feeling strong, that that is pride, and that is what offends other people. Hmm? Listen, nobody likes Pride. The wicked don't like pride. Yes, they see it as competition. <clears throat> and Christians don't like pride. Now, the only exception with that in the world and even in the church, sometimes you can have a real proudful pastor and everybody likes him because they think he's going to benefit them. But one day they'll turn against him. So in the world, yes, you'll have your Beyonce's and these and that, and you'll you'll, you'll, you'll praise them and all this for a season until somebody else better come along and then you'll dump that one. But you're just doing that for your own betterment. In reality, nobody likes pride unless it benefits you. So let's just say nobody likes pride. So it's offensive. Hmm? It's offensive. You have pride? Not only are the other Christians gonna come against you, but the wicked gonna come against you. And it's not because you're holy and righteous. It's because you're offensive. Full of yourself. Now, if you was born the gift with the gift of being full of yourself, I can sympathize with that. Yes? There's a process of learning to quit doing that. Yes? The one thing we can't do, you say, I'm going to be humble today. That sounds just like pride to say, I'm going to be humble. <laughs> like, pride is just going to quit being pride, and you're going to humble yourself today. Oh no, you you can't do it because see, to think you can do it is pride. Because to think you can do it means you think that you are strong enough to get rid of your sins. You're strong enough to get rid of your addictions. You're strong enough to get rid of your pride. And that's the reason you can't get rid of them. And why is it you keep battling with sin? When you had victory over it. Why do you fall? When you start to think you're strong. When you start to think not. I got delivered. That's the worst thing you can say. I got delivered. This ain't going to bother me no more. Now, if you say, if you say, the Lord delivered me. Lord, now ask you to keep me. Amen. Huh? Amen. Even alcoholic anomalous would teach you to say you will always be an alcoholic. But sure. <laughs> I don't particularly like that statement. But at least I understand it better than, oh, hmm, I ain't gonna drink no more. How many drunks have said that? I'm not gonna drink no more. And how many were successful? Only the dead ones. Hmm? Why are you bothering the devil so much? Leave him alone. Leave him alone, he'll leave you alone. Can anybody hear this morning? Hmm? Hallelujah. Listen like I said if you're born with that it's amazing to me how you can be born dirt poor and you can come out of the womb with so much pride uh, you didn't even go to a private doctor uh, you had to go to public hospital in fact the doctor wasn't even there you, you were sitting outside in the waiting room when it popped out Doctors would come along and cut the cord and said, "All right," (laughs) but you come out feeling special. We fall down, we get up. After a while, I think I just stay down, stay down in the Lord. Everybody understand what I mean? Hallelujah. Who needs a word this this wonderful morning? (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory. That was an awesome word. (laughs) I could ponder on that all day. So much truth in there. Huh? But at the end of the day, I'd still have to say, Lord, keep me in that humble place. Uh, when I want to be Your bulldog, teach me to be Your sheep. When I want to be Your goat, teach me to be a sheep. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: happened to you in September? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Something in September. What happened in September?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Seemed like something is something medical. Yes, yes. Huh? yes mm, Something that almost involved radiation? Yes. Sorry. Can you speak about that?
3: Yeah. Speak about it. Um mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I had what happened is that I felt this lump in my
2: mm-hmm.
3: right breast. So I went to the doctor because we have the staff doctor, mm-hmm. and she sent me to get a x-ray and to get her, um, I think it's a mammogram, you call it. And um, when I went to get the mammogram done, the person who did the exam was like, you have nothing to worry about, to no. know. So she said I have nothing to worry about it's right. because it's benign, meaning right. it's not, you know. And um, But she said I should do further checkup in case of anything, even though she said that. And the doctor had given me a slip to go and get x-ray done. But I never went because she said there was nothing, so I did a follow up on it. Uh-huh. But um, the reason I went in the first place is because I experienced in this pain. And after I came back, well, after I didn't follow up, to me it went, so I didn't bother. But then I started to feel the pain again, so I'm like, you know, I wonder if I should go back, if I should have gone and get the x-ray
0: done. Mm. Your family know about this? No. None of them? Nobody. (laughs) Words are interesting things. Thoughts, words, thoughts. Yeah. Somebody could even suggest that you have cancer. And they run tests. And they could clear the test. But a few weeks later, you're wondering if they missed it. You know, it's just words have this power this power just like temptation how is it you can be going normal and all once you hear a word that tells you to go sin and you'll go sin <laughs> word has this they have these this power I, and i just thank god for the word of the lord because he has power mm-hmm. See, you've met with the Lord today because you're still troubled by this thing.
3: Yes, I am. Um, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. You said the right? Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So, your family didn't know nothing about this?
3: No, I haven't told
0: anyone. You ain't told nobody? No. You ain't told nobody here? No. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Wow. So you've met with the Lord
3: Yes oh. Oh my God. No, you don't.
0: That should have more bearing and more power than anything yes. that a doctor or yes. anybody else would ever yes. say Thank you Lord
3: mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you Lord
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know you are radiant? Uh, Not as in radiation, but uh, radiant. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 You are radiant. Uh.
3: Yes, Lord.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You are radiant. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you don't think you are radiant.
3: Correct. Mm -hmm.
0: The Lord says you are radiant.
3: I receive that. Yes, Lord.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow
0: when you're doing good somebody always wants to take you down somebody's always waiting for the day when you fall waiting for the day that they find out some bad news which they consider good news Mm. but when you learn humility they have this tendency to overlook you a lot Mm. they could think that way They, they see you prosperous and blessed but for some reason the Lord just won't let them ever think about you because the humility is a cloak; it's like a cloud that's that's over you, wow. and it's a cloak that I'm going to offer to you and give to you.
3: Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my yes, Lord.
0: So that means you can't do it on your own, but it's a cloak; it's something the Lord puts over you. You know, the Bible says clearly that we must die to self. That means not be seen. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I need something. I need I need something. What you got there? What is that? Let me see that thing. Huh? You can't take it off? Why? Your shoulders are... You got shoulders? (laughs) No, I want this one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want all religious people to leave right now I want all religious people to leave me right now so that you don't say that I'm wearing women's clothing See, here's the thing. Jesus says you must die. And if you're dead, you're not seen. But see, we don't want to enter under that place of not being seen. We want to be seen, which is pride. We don't want to enter in that place. Hmm. But the Lord is going to put that cloak of humility over you. Hmm. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Hmm. Keep your clothes with you, says the Bible <laughs> <laughs> You are radiant, yes? yes thank you. And that radiant, there's nothing there Amen, no, amen Amen awesome, But isn't that true? Don't we come to the Lord sometimes because we was not seen in the world, so we think that if we come to God, now we'll be seen. But the whole objective is not to be seen. It's to do our work. It's to love. It's to do our job. It's not to be seen. When the Lord wants us to be seen, we'll get promotions. It's not to be outstanding so that we draw attention to ourselves. Even our witnessing shouldn't be, you know, you know, it, it shouldn't be of the such, you know, don't go around that person. They're a Christian. It shouldn't be of the such. Our, our gentleness should be reverent to all. And I'm not saying there might not be an exception every now and then, but everybody understands what I'm saying this morning. Hallelujah. May we all be cloaked with that humility. Hmm? May we do the Lord's work and do it effectively and prosperously. And may the devil not even see us. May we never make it on the 6 o'clock news. Glory to God. Hmm? Or any o'clock news. Hmm? May we always seem too important. Un- May we always seem too unimportant for Facebook? And YouTube? And any other tube? Mm-hmm. Mm. Would you say we have 13,600 people, right? 14,000. Right. No advertising, no radio announcements just word of mouth this one tells this one tells this one tells this one tells this one, tells, this one. Uh, see that's the prosperity the Lord wants you to have but tell me could you handle being rich if you couldn't show it off what what if what if what if I gave you a million dollars and I said, this is the stipulations you got to put it in the bank. Right? You can't tell nobody about it. You can't tell no one you got a million dollars. Right? And you can't buy anything extravagant that would look as if though you have a large sum of money. Mm. Much much like robbing a bank, you know, you can't spend the money, you know. But but them proudful bank robbers they can't they can't do that, you know. Uh, Did you say you could do that? You could not do that, sister. You can't even do it thinking about it. (laughs) You don't even have it. You glowing so much you're offensive. Just thinking about it. <laughs> see, it, it's not. I, see, it's not always the things that you buy. This, it's, it, <laughs> I guess, I left that part out. I was talking about the obvious things you can't tell nobody. You can't buy nothing fancy, but I forgot about the whole pride of it. Jesus said don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing You not only let your left hand and right hand know what you're doing You let your feet know what you're doing You just started glowing I I can do it, I can do it Isn't God awesome? Isn't God awesome? hallelujah mm-hmm. who am I looking for mm
1: mm-hmm. 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 Mmm Mmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, 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 The 12th of July 12th of July Mm-hmm. the 12th of July mm-hmm. who knows that date the 12th of July hmm mm-hmm. I'll listen to you I don't think you're the one okay. what's the 12th mm-hmm.
4: um, the mm-hmm. my vehicle that just got written off before I came um, the that's when I started renting to that same guy who borrowed it to someone else
0: so you're not telling me what the 12th is you that's te- the day you're I, telling me things around the 12th
4: that's the day I started a rental with the guy who
0: You mean originally.
4: Originally.
0: mm mm-hmm. You're not the person I'm looking for, but keep standing. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's the one with the that's the that's the one with the accident. Yeah. It? All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 12th of July.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, you you will have a a settlement or an agreement. Before December is over with Amen, amen
4: mm-hmm. Amen uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: What?
3: She
0: wasn't telling you Tell me in my ear mm-hmm. Well a hint, give me a hint why?
2: Mhm. Mhm.
0: Mike is on. Good try, good try Get behind me, Satan Uh So is there a problem with that? No, um Mm-hmm. 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 Um <clears throat> Do you know the twelfth? You never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a problem?
4: What it does every time that happens is that I always think about this, uh hope that I could still have children.
1: Oh. Mmm. 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 But I'm
2: scared to have children.
0: Mmm. fear cannot stop you as long as you trust the Lord. The thing with pride is fear and worry is a form of pride. Not your best day, but it's still pride. Because pride won't let nobody help. Pride thinks it can fix its own problems. Pride thinks it's strong. It's strong enough not to have problems, or if it does have problems, it's strong enough to fix its problem. We talked about that quite a bit yesterday, that worrying is pride. Because you won't let God help you and even when God says I'm going to take care of it you don't believe it that's pride doubt comes out of pride mm-hmm. 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 stop fretting yes mmm mm-hmm. Jesus had 12 disciples <laughs> mm-hmm. so if the Lord had children I guess you can have children mm-hmm. yes
4: yes bro. Oh, all right Father.
0: Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right who else I'm looking for Erica don't know that day. She knows that day. She's going to think about it later. Mm-hmm. mm Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. what, day, what day of the week was that? Wednesday. Uh-huh. It was something at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: So I think around that time, um, my supervisor was on maternity Mm -hmm. leave and um, Mm
0: -hmm. it was a
4: frustrating month.
0: (laughs) Frustrating month.
4: Yeah, but that 12, 13, 14 is like our deadline for my department.
0: She was on maternity leave?
4: Yeah. Mm. And a lot of things were happening do, around do that you time. Do you
0: have a supervisor that is a male?
4: No. Never had one.
0: Never had a male? No, no. There's no male supervisors at the workplace? No. no. Mm. So who was supervisor when she was gone?
4: Well, I was in charge of the department then.
0: Oh, and so she you was the supervisor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you work for a fairly large place? No? Like
4: 25 employees?
0: 25 em- And there's no male leaders there?
4: Only my boss. And then you have four supervisors.
2: Only your boss? <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> a supervisor, not boss. No. Yeah. So
0: that's- mm-hmm. Is he is he a thin guy?
4: Well, he have some size with a belly.
0: Some size with a belly. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. But like J L. No, he
4: bigger. Bigger. Yeah.
0: That's not who I'm seeing. Mmm. Is it? Mmm. Mmm. Mm, is it light-complected? Is he Indian or Doblin? Indian, Indian. Mm, light-complected? Mm,
4: probably a little darker on me.
0: Mm, 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 mm. How old is he? About 68.
4: 68?
0: Yeah. Does mm, 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 mm. he like you?
4: Yeah.
0: He likes you. He likes, likes, likes you.
4: What, romantic?
2: No. No, not like that.
0: He just likes you. Yeah. Like a daughter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hmm
0: hmm. hmm hmm and he's married. hmm mm. Is that who I'm seeing? hmm. Yes, Nicole. Come, come, come. Mmm.
1: Mmm. Mmm.
0: I'm gonna say everything I see.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you are gonna find some favor. find a man? Do you want a husband?
4: Yes, prophet. I mean,
0: do you tell me the truth right now? You want a husband or not? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the same Lord that that knows people's secrets is the same Lord that's talking to you right now. So, would you say you and your your boss is close? Not
4: really.
0: Not really. No, he you was said just, he likes you.
4: Yeah, he likes me. So, like, ever so often, he will ask, you know, how you're doing, everything alright, you know. Mm-hmm. I've I been asked there, everybody you know. there. No, not really. But you well
0: yeah. What?
4: No, but like there are some of us that have been there a very long time. Mm-hmm. So he will have that a closer connection with us.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't nobody say that I'm thinking something that I'm not saying. hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I do see a hindrance there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you say you want to get married? Yes. <laughs> You scared to get married hmm? mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: sometimes we could be discontent with finding fatherly figures and but too fearful to find a husband mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it Is that a wish of yours? Is that a desire of yours? You don't desire to, that's not a big wish of yours?
4: For a father figure?
0: I mean, no, for a husband.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So if I want this for you, and God wants this for you, So, if I tell you you're going to find somebody by the 12th of July. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: There's nobody at the workplace that you like.
2: No.
0: Mm-hmm. How would you say your boss is? I
4: like got about 68th, yeah.
0: Mm. There's nobody at the workplace you like. Mm. Anybody at the workplace you could possibly like? No. Ain't no men at the workplace.
4: Um, there are two guys working among us. One is married. One is younger than me. Way younger than me. Way younger. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, Joe's knows about that. So. That's crazy. <laughs> you know. Sometimes we should marry more, we should marry closer to our spiritual age than our physical age. If anybody knows what I mean by that. hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. What did I say? July 12th of July. 12th. Yeah.
4: You're
0: going to meet somebody. Yes? Yeah. Are you ready?
4: Yes, prophet.
0: You sure?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) You can't walk out your door every morning scared it's going to be the day, you know. All right, all right. Amen.
2: All right. Thank you,
0: Lord. Yes. This week, try not to be your best. Just live life in
2: Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen. Be blessed.